0: episode 333 of good luck high five that's right you're listening to a podcast that's about people
1: who play magic the gathering that's about people who play it's, magic yeah
0: we're gonna profile people
1: <laughs> who play magic the gathering every single person who's ever that's played right. magic
0: in this show today we give
1: them one se- one sentence, not even one second one word we get uh, yeah, oh. a word i think that this podcast would still go on for, for years can someone tell us how long a podcast would be <laughs> if we said one word for each person who plays the game of magic Yeah, because yeah. I feel like that would be a yeah. very long time but anyways if you play the game of magic this is for you um, whether you're playing some modern with this sweet new modern yeah. format with modern horizons happening um, and mixing things up maybe if you're playing some singleton over on <gasps> arena right now yes. for your sweet promos maybe maybe you're uh, getting competitive with your standard decks up in those ranked ranked places wow (laughs) i'm tired
0: places up in those ranked
1: places (laughs) i'm very tired today but anyways point is if you're any of
0: those cool
1: I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan.
0: And on today's show, we talked about a little bit just then, we're going to talk about Modern Horizons. Um, So there's a bunch of ways you can play with Modern Horizons. Of course, you can play Sealed, you can play Draft, you can play on Magic Online, you can play in your local game store. And coming up this weekend is Grand Prix DC, which is Modern Horizons Limited. Where you
1: could play Modern Horizons Limited. And
0: also see various monuments.
1: Yes. Uh, Yeah. Some big ones. Or a museum. Yeah. Several big ones.
0: Everything, everything's some, just large. Some
1: important documents. That's true. Small ones.
0: Small, very, They're, very small, or reasonably
1: sized. I mean, it's
0: a, the Constitution is about the size that you would imagine a Constitution would be. How big is it? <laughs> like,
1: how big do you imagine a Constitution to be?
0: Oh, if I was to think about a Constitution, yeah, I imagine mm. like a
1: scroll, and it's not.
0: It's not a scroll. I also yeah. imagine a scroll kind of well. disappointing.
1: Anyway, so you can be kind of disappointed
0: <laughs> by the constitution and by we magic. all <laughs> gosh I, I was so disappointed I unplugged my headphones uh, but yeah well,
1: everyone this is
0: this show is off to a running exactly, start exactly
1: it really is
0: but yeah you can play it in all those places and because of that we're going to let you know uh, a little bit of tips about how to draft it and uh, how we think about Sealed and the various archetypes just in case you're going to play it but we're not going to focus on that only because I know a lot of people aren't interested in playing Modern Horizons Limited but we are going to look at all of the new modern decks that are yes. hitting the scene one
1: in particular since Modern Horizons has become legal in modern there
0: yeah. there's some shakeups. oh there are already some shakeups. ups yes, and we're, are. we're not done seeing shakeups. ups that's no. that's my take because Ooh, i like that take coming Good up take. mythic championship number four yes. in july is going to be modern horizons modern yes and limited
1: wow very cool in
0: barcelona and so the pros are going to be brewing some uh spicy brews for us probably i hope so. around these cards but i mean the question is now arising like is one of these brews too spicy. Is it too good? Well, we'll, we'll talk see. about all
1: that and more and hopefully bring you from some flavor text theater.
0: Yes, because I did win a Modern Horizons pack or two or more at my uh-huh. pre release this past weekend.
1: So we get to crack it and have some fun. Very exciting. I won nothing from the state of Rhode Island except <laughs> a great time. What <laughs> <my> Megan's <laughs> saying is she was not at the pre release. Exactly, because I was in the state of Rhode Island, which was fantastic. But did not involve Modern Horizons booster packs.
0: No, no, no. It involved improv. It did involve improv. Really cool stuff. Well, all right. before we get to any of that, big thank you to the state of Rhode Island. Yes.
1: You're so cute. For being one of our
0: sponsors of the show. (laughs) I wish. It's not. It's definitely not. State of Rhode Island,
1: give us a call. (laughs) We're interested. If you want us to talk about your state, how great it is. Because I would. I like it. I don't
0: think the podcast has
1: ever been sponsored by a state before. I really want that to happen. I think that would be really great. If you are associated with any state's <laughs> tourism or travel bureau give us a call
0: but also thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash glhf thank you so much for being a patron of the show uh last week we said it you know if this is something that you would be sad if it didn't exist anymore you should probably put yourself into the category of being somebody who helps support the show and Absolutely. in fact keep it on live on patreon yes You can do it for like five bucks a month. You can do it for even less than that. It doesn't matter. Whatever dollar amount you want to give means you are a patron of the show, getting access to our Discord channel and other sweet benefits that come with being a patron, not only supporting the things that you love and the creators who create content that you're like, Hey, that makes my life better. So yeah. if that's you, please consider supporting patreon.com slash GLHF magic.
1: And a big thank you to our sponsor, Card Kingdom. Cardkingdom.com slash GLHF. They have more tokens now. Yeah. You can still get a Megan and Maria token yes. in your order. Which is great.
0: You can also get a sticker, a Good Luck High Five sticker in your mm-hmm. order if you say that you want one. They've got a Sweet Modern Horizons deal that's still going on right now. So check that out at CardKingdom.com slash GLHF. We do a box opening with them every month, too, on yeah. our YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com slash Good Luck High Five.
1: You can check Ooh. it out this month, which yeah. was War of the Spark, obviously, And then we did half box sealed where we battled each other with some wild decks. Yeah.
0: And by the way, somebody commented on our video of our battle. And they're like, you call this video half box sealed, but you should really call it pool party. And I was like, you're (laughs) so right. You're so right.
1: Okay, well, from now on, it it's is, a pool party. It is a pool party. <laughs> Fantastic. Good job, them.
0: Yeah, and so we we played some sweet games. And if you go watch the video and let us know your favorite moment, you'll be put into a drawing for the two decks that we played. Yeah, which have some pretty good cards in them. Huh? Just saying. Modern Horizons. Yeah, that's right. Maria, you were at the pre-release. I sure was. How was it? It was a lot of fun. I'm going to kick things off, and we're going to talk about Limited here real quick before we yeah. get into Modern. Um, and uh, yeah, I played Sealed. I built Red Blue Spells, Yeah, which is an archetype in Modern Horizons. And my deck was terrible. <laughs> it was so bad, everybody. Uh, but I don't think it was necessarily my fault. I think maybe if I was a pro player, I could have sat there for about you know 30 more minutes and figured out some <laughs> weird five-color deck to build because uh, the red-blue spells archetype was just not supported in yeah. my deck, but it was by far the most colors that I had, so I built it. Um, and that's I, legit. That, you know, sometimes that's what you've got to do. And uh, But then I, I decided to run it back and draft at the store, and uh, that was really fun because draft in this format seems really awesome and why because there's archetypes that are you know pretty set in stone and you can do lots of fun things but you can also kind of bend and break the rules Thanks so all the changelings that are out there to help you out and i i think that's kind of one of the reasons that i had trouble in sealed was my Because these archetypes are so strong, if you don't have the cards that support that archetype that you have the most of in your deck or you kind of have a weird balance, like more creatures and spells and red, blue or something like that, or not enough ninjas if you're playing blue, black, um, then you kind of struggle. But in draft, you shouldn't have that problem because that's how draft works. You can get into your archetype and draft it. So I drafted blue-green snow, which is so fun because it's snow. And I think I was the only, this is interesting, the only snow drafter at the table, Mm -hmm. but the person immediately to my right was also in blue-green. Interesting. And she drafted a fine blue-green deck. I drafted a blue-green deck, but I was drafting snow. She wasn't drafting snow. Huh. And so I got the hookup. I had all these cards that, if you're not in snow, are pretty terrible, right? Yeah. They're just not good. Like, I'm holding Conifer Worm here, for, which is a 4-4 four, for four, 5, which is exactly what Conifer Worm would be. Almost, in your snow deck, you would get plus one, plus one, because you can play theory to green, it gets plus X, plus X until end of turn, where X is the number of snow permanents you control as trample. Wow. So in a snow-heavy deck, this card is very good. Yeah. In a non-snow-heavy deck, this deck is, this card is just like, whatever, right? Yeah. And uh, you also get the benefit in snow of being able to draft the lands and actually have them be super <gasps> relevant.
1: beautiful. Look
0: how pretty. This is Snow Full Forest. snow lands. I also played off-color uh, snow permanence, snow yeah. snow lands in this deck, just to oh. up the snow count. Spicy. This was a suggestion from Sam Islandfelt. He was like, you know what, you should play your off-color snow basics. And I was like, you know what, I probably should. Wow. If I'm going all in on snow, you know, would I play a, a colorless snow land? Is yeah. really the question? And the answer was, yeah, I would. Saddled Rhyme Stay gets to be a 4-4 all the time, and it's a snow elk. Rhyme Tender is really important in snow because you can untap other snow permanents. It's just a little 2-2, but it's also a snow permanent itself. Um, And uh, Chiller Pillar. Yeah, you know. Chiller Pillar. It's just a cold little caterpillar, but it's so good because it turns into a 5-5 flyer if you could pay 4-snow-snow. Jeez. Which talk about being hard to deal with, and it's just a three, three four four, which is already just like pretty good, yeah, in this format. Something spicy I tried with this snow deck, by the way, is I drafted three Iceberg can cricks, which is the 0-4 Crab mm-hmm. that mills your opponent for two every time you play Snow Permanent because I wanted to see if you, I could mill anybody out. I almost milled somebody out, but they yeah. they had to use the removal on my 2 04s so that I didn't mill them out. <laughs> so I guess Amazing. that's oh, I'm going to call that a win. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and also they're just snow creatures, which was super important in my deck for a special reason. That I'm going to show you right now. Merit Laja slumber. Jeez. Tell us about this card. This card is one in a blue for a legendary snow enchantment. Whenever it or another per- snow permanent enters a battlefield under your control, you get to scry one. So not only does it do the dumb thing that it does, but you just get a nice scry off it every so often. The dumb thing that it does. <laughs> Speaking of the dumb thing that it does, at the beginning of your upkeep, if you control ten or more snow permanents, sacrifice Meritlage's slumber. If you do, create mar- Large Marge, a legendary 2020 black avatar creature token with flying and indestructible. <laughs> And I was like, this is my pack two, pick one. I was like, should I do this? This is so stupid. I started laughing at the table like, this is just dumb. I should just take, a, you know, a Man of War or something like that. No, no, no. This was correct. Because, in fact, uh, s- I did make Merit Lage with no problem almost whatsoever in my first match. So this card is great. It's definitely a build around. And you can, it, it pays off because it's not like an enchantment that does nothing. It takes up and it helps you find your snow permanence. So even late in the game, it's it good. It makes your opponent scaredy pants. Yeah, and they're yeah. super scaredy pants of this. And they, sh- <laughs> and they should, should be. be. <laughs> and they should be. Wow. Yeah. So I had a lot of fun drafting snow. And you, like I said, you just get the benefit of drafting the snowlands too, which, you know, you're not, you get to play more of your picks if you draft lands, right? And so you get the added benefit of just having that be relevant in your draft Where in a lot of archetypes having snow lands is not relevant so i think that snow gets a little uh, bonus a little secret bonus there in draft other things frost walla oh frost Wall is so great becomes a four four attacker for three really cute also there's so many cute cards in this in this mm-hmm. um format oh we have to name our cutest card and grossest card oh that's right I promised somebody on the internet because we didn't get to in the Judge Rob show because we were so busy talking about rules. Oh, Abominable Tree Folk. That card's so busy talking about rules. Stupid.
1: (laughs) Trample. Trample. Two green, blue. Uh, Power and toughness are each equal to the number of snow permanents you control. When it enters the battlefield, tap target creature an opponent controls. That creature doesn't untap during its controller's next untap step. Yeah. So
0: that ices something down very. Snow centric. Yeah. And I had the snow owl that blinks a creature. So you just blink tree folk, ice something down again. It's It's very mean. <laughs> very mean. But um, yeah, so snow is green blue. And it was a super fun archetype to draft. Uh, other ones you might want to be on the lookout for if you're playing draft at home or at your local game store, wherever. Blue black is ninjas. Yeah. And blue. Uh, Seems Don't get got by a ninjutsu. No. Oh, you will get got by ninjutsu if you're not careful. You will get I'm got. I'm telling you that you right now. You will get got. There is a 1-1 one, one unblockable in black. Uh-huh. So that's going to help you ninjutsu out all of your 6-3 your ninjas, the one I'm yeah. thinking of right now. I can't remember the name, but it comes in and hits you for 6. Like, that's a beating out of almost nowhere. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, so that's super fun. The other archetype that I've really enjoyed drafting is, uh, blue, white, blink, white, blue, blink. And so you're basically drafting cards that give you value for blinking your own creatures, which like I just mentioned, man of war, blinking that yes. feels very stupid.
1: Has <laughs> anyone ever called it man of war and not man of war? Cause you just called it man of
0: war. Did I man, yeah, man of war. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just gonna say it's like it sounds you're only adding one letter, but it like sounds way weirder when you do that. Man of war. Yeah. <laughs> Man of war. It's like o'clock. That's yeah. weird. We still say it. Of the clock. Of what? Is that
1: what o'clock means? Yeah, of the clock. Are you sure? Yes. It's three of the clock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is weird.
0: I was just thinking about that the other day. I'm like, that's a bizarre thing that we still say. Yeah. Like, it's really weird when you think about it, but we just say O'Clock. Yeah. Man of the war. <laughs> Man of war. Anyway. <laughs> is what it's been shortened to. Yeah. But yeah, you have you have a whole bunch of things like creatures that give you bonuses when they enter the battlefield. Man of war to blink, to lock things down, etc., etc. It's a super fun deck and it can be really powerful. So white blue blink is a, an archetype I've also had fun with. Moving on, white black tribal yeah. is an archetype, uh, which you know, you, you want, which means you want to have shapeshifters, essentially. Yeah. And there are a lot of shapeshifters in this set. That's another thing to be aware of. <laughs> like if you think, oh, they only have one goblin or something, check their battlefield again. Watch out, maybe they have more. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be really relevant. That's You're, something we, I mean learned. You mean changelings. changelings. Yeah, sorry, are the changelings. changeling
1: is the creature will be in like their name and then shapeshifters in their type
0: Right, line. exactly. So uh, beware they're they're running around everywhere they can be goblins they can be literal anything they can be ninjas yeah so uh yeah watch out Watch like
1: grave shifter grave shifter is i it? didn't know that that was a card that's great oh yeah i love that a lot excellent the art, like, calls back oh yeah very cool
0: i have not uh, had a chance to draft this but i have definitely been gotten because i didn't pay attention to to the creature type on Ugh. the battlefield, so watch out! Watch out! Those changelings are out there spooking you. <laughs> <laughs> green white is kind of a tokens uh, tokens theme, and yeah. they have and a lot of ETB. ETB effects, like Good Fortune Unicorn. Oh, this is
1: so a one beautiful. green white for a two two unicorn. Whenever another creature enters the battlefield under your control, play plus one plus one counter on this creature.
0: Yes, I had an opponent play a Good Fortune Unicorn against oh, me. Oh, cute! Um, in draft, and let let's just say talk about how good this card is because. They were using it in conjunction with Mother Bear, which is a two-two for two, because of course she's a bear. But when she dies and goes to the graveyard, you can pay five to get two cubs back. Um, two 22s essentially. Yeah. And then with Good Fortune Unicorn, just kidding, you get two three threes back from Jeez. the graveyard. <laughs> So like overall I will point out that this set is just very, very powerful. So um Basically, all of the cards can be good, and all of the cards can be really good. So, think about your average set. How good would a 2-2 that you can uh, pay five and get two back from the graveyard be? Like, yeah. pr- pretty high. Yeah. And in this set, it's just like, oh, yeah. That's your average. That's your average case scenario. So yeah, green, white, entering the battlefield token creators, that kind of thing. Blue, black, ninjutsu. We talked about red, white, slivers. Ooh. Yes. If you're somebody who likes slivers, here they are in red Uh, and white. Lava belly sliver cloud shredder sliver i love that sliver yeah
1: yeah 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 and
0: um and a lot of these will have a a little one-off mechanic on them like a lot of cards do in modern horizons like enduring sliver is a 2-2 that is outlast for two remember outlast you can pay two to put a counter on it wow tap and put a counter on it i should say but yeah yeah. um gosh outlast i know it's that like, is, that's something else about this set. It's such a throwback. It's a cool throwback, right? Because that's the only stinking card in this set with Outlast on it, right? Yeah. And it's just so fun to see. Oh, like, oh, it gives
1: all the other slivers Outlast.
0: Yes, that's true. So. <laughs> so like, oh, that's fun. I remember Outlast. That's cool. And I had this experience happen to me when I, pl- I spliced my first thing onto Arcane. Ooh, congratulations. Thank you. Which I could have done in Modern Masters, but I was too scared to do it back then. <laughs> I just didn't draft it. I was like, I'll stay in my safe space of drafting fairies. I get it. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I did it for the first time. I can't remember the name of the card, but uh, you you can pay three mana to splice it onto something to, uh, to draw a card, or you can just pay two to oh. draw a card with it. So it's like it. talk about splicing that onto something. Yeah. it's pretty good. So you get a double, double instance of usage out of the card, which is really fun. But slivers, yeah, if you have sliver queen, queen then you're playing five color slivers. But generally <laughs> <laughs> Generally, the most slivers occur in red white just an aggressive kind of uh, deck as well normally black red goblins and Sacrifice, Ooh. this is a real deck. It's mm-hmm. it's also highly aggressive because hashtag goblins.
1: Munitions expert, for instance, black, red for a 1-1 one, one flash. When, goblin, when munitions expert enters the battlefield, you may have it deal damage to target creature or planeswalker equal to the number of goblins you control. Yeah, and Ooh. this is where
0: changelings come in again, yeah. obviously, you know. And that it has flash. I like that quite a bit. Oh my gosh, Bogard and Dragonheart. Let me just mention this in this archetype. Mm-hmm. It's just a 2-2 two, two for three. But you can sacrifice another creature. You don't have to pay any other cost. And this becomes a 4-4 four, four flyer with haste until end of Oof. turn. I was definitely gotten by Bogarden Dragonheart, which is just a killer name. Um, but if you have a bunch of, like, dumb goblins sitting around, and especially there's one, there's a 2-2 with Persist or whatever, you yeah. know, just sacrifice it, make a 4-4 four, four flyer, hit Amazing. you in the face for four. This thing cost me three mana. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> Just out of control. But another super fun archetype. Yeah. Um, um,
1: also, there's the card goat nap. Oh, yeah. I do we've talked nap. about before, but two in a red goat nap. That's all you need to know.
0: <laughs> I mean, That's, also. It's, it's called goat nap. What more do you want? Exactly.
1: Also, it's like an active treason effect, but whatever.
0: But you're napping. You're napping a goat. Yeah. By the way, like it's like if it's if it's a goat, it gets plus two plus two until end of turn. Is that what it says?
1: I think uh, if that creature is a goat. Yes, it also gets plus, oh, plus three, three plus. Oh. And so there you go.
0: That's a changeling because there's no yeah. goats in this set. But su- surprise, every surprise. changeling is a goat and also a mutant ninja turtle. But not all
1: goats are changelings.
0: <laughs> yeah, so, very, very yeah. true. Black green wants creatures in the yard and uh, get them back. Classic green black. Classic. That's what green black always cares about. Put them in the yard. But red green wants lands in your graveyard. Say what? That's right. Put lands in the yard and get special bonuses. Spicy.
1: Like for this one, for uh, Ruination Riot- Rioter, uh, red green for a 2-2 when it dies you may have a deal damage to any target equal to the number of land cards in your graveyard yeah spicy so it's
0: it's pretty fun you get some good payoff good payoffs some good payoffs
1: everyone loves good payoffs
0: (laughs) geomancer's gambit is a card you'd be like why am i playing this two in a red for a sorcery destroy target land and you're like, okay, sure. Uh, but you get to go find a new one and draw a card. And so what you can do is put, fill up, grave, uh, fill up your land. Your, okay, one more fill time. Fill up your
1: lands with graveyard. Take
0: two. Fill up your graveyard with lands. Get yourself snow permanence if that matters to mm-hmm. you because you might be playing a Frost Waller or something. But mm-hmm. also draw a card. And um, yeah, so you've done three things that you want to do with this card that you're normally yeah. like, why am I even playing this? Spring Bloom Druid is super important in this format. I would argue very important in a snow deck as well to find your snow mana that you need. And you get, like, this flyer that's a 4-4 uh, hasty dragon. Oh, does it have haste? No, I don't think it does. Maybe it does. Anyway, it's a 4-4 dragon, yeah. and you get a discount on it. Uh, oh, yeah, orc-scale guardian if you uh, have lands in your graveyard. Oh. It does have haste. Spicy. Yeah, 5-4-4 red,
1: red, four, four, flying haste.
0: Yeah. I and then, a, as you <laughs> mentioned,
1: white-blue blink. Yes. Soul herder. Spooky oh, art. Gosh. That art is... Seb so spooky. No,
0: non-stop bangers. Non-stop bangers. Whoa, that's... I love this art. That art is so spooky. Speaking of art, though, one quick second. Yeah. In these packs, I'm, I've got some here to talk about, are the art cards, which um, have replaced the promo cards, and um, they're just gorgeous. <gasps>
1: wow.
0: Like, I've got Sarah here, Sarah the Benevolent.
1: Yeah. This is um, Ranger Captain of EOS. Wow.
0: And here is Mom, Goblin Matron here. <gasps> these are
1: really cool. Aren't they cool? Yeah. They look
0: super nice. They've got a nice shine on them, and they're mm-hmm. they're collectible. There's collector numbers on the back as well as the artist's name. Wow. And I got a bunch of these from playing and opening so many packs, and they're just so pretty. I like it a lot. You could make like yeah. a little collage with all of them. and.
1: This Sarah one is so great. I'm
0: just saying, like this is a great idea, yeah. magic, and it really highlights the art that and the artists that you have in your set. Yeah, and I'm I think you should do this all the time.
1: Where's my Subman kennon?
0: Oh, I did open that one, but I gave it. I gave soul Herder? Just yeah, I opened oh. soul Herder and gave it to somebody
1: because wow. they're collecting. You're them. so nice.
0: I mean, it was pretty good, but you know, they're for their collection. Yeah. Red blue is drawing cards, yep. um, which is obviously Thank what red it's blue all you really wants want to do. And you get super cool payoffs too. <laughs> There's yeah. some really powerful payoffs in the set for drawing cards.
1: Thank goodness.
0: Do you know what? I've
1: always wondered what is more rewarding than drawing cards, and the answer is getting rewarded for drawing cards. It's more <laughs> rewarding.
0: So yeah. Well, here you go, Megan. I found your archetype because thundering Jin is one of the payoffs three blue red for a three four flyer whenever it attacks it deals damage to any target equal to the number of cards you've drawn this turn so amazing I got, thank you i got forward by this once i'm just gonna say yes and it wasn't hard yes
1: yes for them. yes
0: and um, the card that I would name as Cutest Card, in fact, goes in this archetype. What?
1: I wonder what it
0: is. Oh, I'll tell you all in a little bit, but you've probably guessed it by now. Okay, oh, I'll just tell uh, you. Okay. It's I'm, Eye Kite. It it's is eye obviously kite. Eye Kite. It's, it's so such cute. a little dink. It's got oh my huge God. yellow eyes. It's a one-two for two mana flying it's very cute it's plus two plus oh, as long as you as you've drawn two or more cards this turn which is not hard everybody and no. you can cycle you get one
1: for your you get one on your upkeep it's yeah getting, you get one for free. one for
0: free you've already got one yep. cycle a land or whatever look boom you've activated your eye kite
1: oh it's so cute it hurts
0: i know i love this thank you for giving us eye kite everybody yeah. spore frog runner up a lot of people have mentioned spore frog
1: but i like
0: <clears throat> and
1: you know, maria how do you feel Knowing that this time they got you,
0: they did get me. <laughs>
1: they got you. They finally made an obvious, cutest card that was so cute it could not be ignored.
0: Yeah, yeah they did it. They they did manage to do it.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they they got you. They got you good. Well, the most disgusting card is obviously Hogak made of bugs. Yeah,
0: Hogak is disgusting. Which is
1: which is the creature's full name? Yeah, Hogak, Hogak, Hogak. comma made, made of, of
0: bugs. bugs. I think it's made of a, an entire city. I think it's made of like grave stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Made of grave stuff. Yep.
1: (laughs) Hoga comma made of grave stuff.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's also foil tokens that come in these packs, which is kind of spicy. Oh, look at this bear. I opened Ayula Queen Among Bears. Oh. She is a queen. She
1: is beautiful. How
0: beautiful she She is. She really is. So this is like there's fun little subtypes in this format, too. Like drafting a bear's deck. That's that is a subtype.
1: I I hope that art is on one of these. That art is so beautiful. I think it's
0: on I mean, maybe it's all of them. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe not. No, because there's only 54. Oh, you're right. So what could they <gasps> be? Hope. Oh, look, I found another one. Ooh, who dis? Scour all possibilities. Oh. Instead of draw a spell, you get to scry two, draw two.
1: Yeah, into it.
0: Um, or scry two, draw one, and then you get to flash it back or something like that. And look, a, a changeling token for the... Ah. I have never seen one of these before. Yeah, very cool. But I've, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I've been playing on Magic Online to get ready for Grand Prix DC. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, first of all, Magic Online has a makeover. What? Have you seen it yet? No. Yeah, they've redone the user interface for kind of like not, not every part of it, but kind of like the area that you go into select limited standard modern what do you want to play or whatever which mm-hmm. is is easier to use and looks uh, a little bit updated i mean still looks like it's from 1995 but it slightly up 1996 maybe maybe not 1990 anymore is what i'm saying
1: um also, if you're thinking to yourself, well, we haven't talked about modern constructed yet. Yeah. If you're thinking to yourself, though, I want to see some modern constructed in action, Team Modern Super League oh, is yeah. happening. There's one tonight, and the next week I play with my team. I, <gasps> spoiler alert, I'm not prepared, and I wanna, I want to do right by them. But
0: this is the thing about modern sometimes what? you don't have to be the most prepared. Because it doesn't change that much. I mean, maybe it will now. I
1: I was going to say, like, I feel like I need to go learn how to play this Hogak deck we're going to talk about. Oh, yeah. Hogak made of grave stuff.
0: (laughs) But, yeah, that's an overview on uh, Modern Horizons Limited. If you've drafted anything sweet, please let us know on Twitter with the hashtag I did it. Uh,
1: (laughs) Which definitely has not been used by
0: anyone else else. It'll be fine. No. And, and yeah, I, I want to know uh, what cool things you've put together and what cool things you've done because making Merit Lage, I went out into my car. you'll see this in I did ai am gonna do a vlog which will come out maybe maybe even tomorrow um, on our YouTube channel. but I went into my car to, to yell happy yells because I was so excited. It was definitely the coolest thing I've done in magic for a long time. so uh, Very sick. I have on horizons. So thank you for that. Thanks. horizons constructed and how modern is changing holy buckets it
1: really is i mean most most importantly there is a it's not quite a new modern deck but it's new enough yeah um this is it has bridge from below yep which we saw at pro tour 25th anniversary last summer yeah Um, But we haven't really seen a lot of since then. No, it kind of has
0: been under the radar. People tried
1: it and then they were like, maybe not. Uh, This is the card that says it's black, black, black enchantment. That is not super relevant. (laughs) Whenever a non token (laughs) creature is put into your graveyard from the battlefield, if Bridge from Below is in your graveyard, create a 2 2 black zombie creature token. When a creature is put into an opponent's graveyard from the battlefield, if Bridge from Below is in your graveyard, exile bridge from below
0: okay so why am i playing this card in this deck
1: well because you are putting so many creatures (laughs) in your graveyard you're putting so many creatures in your graveyard um that i mean that's the that's the biggest reason that's the deal
0: so this deck uses cards like uh you might know the name called bridge vine is the popular name for this deck um, because it's playing cor- four co- copies of Vengevine. Yes. Which also is dumb and interacts with your graveyard and stuff and can just get back yeah. and beat beat you down. Uh, this deck has Stitcher's Supplier,
1: notably. Uh, this is single black Friday 1-1. When it enters the battlefield or dies, put the top three cards of your library into your graveyard. So getting stuff into your graveyard. Insolent Neonate. Um... This is one red for a 1-1 menace, most relevantly. Discard a card and sacrifice it to draw a card. Yep. Just getting stuff into your graveyard.
0: So we've got a new addition here. Yeah. Carrion Feeder has been added to this deck from Modern Horizons.
1: Yes. This is single black for a 1-1 camp block. Sacrifice a creature, put a plus one, plus one counter on it. So again, obviously just like ways to get things into your graveyard.
0: Dump it into the yard. Dump it into the yard. Dump
1: it into the yard. Okay.
0: So we've got Bridge from Below that's making its zombie based on things you're putting into the yard. And uh, we also have a couple of other new cards that are entering this deck from Modern Horizons.
1: Yes, we have Altar of Dementia.
0: Yeah, so this is a reprint, by the way. But what you can do with it, it also helps you sacrifice creatures, just like Curian Feeder, but it's going to mill your opponent based on, what is it, the power of the sacrifice creature? Yes. Yeah, so this can mill people pretty quickly in this deck.
1: And then, most importantly... For hogak hogak, hogak a <laughs> risen necropolis
0: so hogak is an 8 8 trampler which you can't pay mana no to cast hogak by the way no you can only use convoke and delve convoke uh, you use your creatures to help cast it and delve use use cards from your graveyard to help cast it and uh you can cast hogak from your graveyard Yeah. so yep. basically uh, it's,
1: it's yeah that's yep, that's it
0: that's that's Hogak for you, and it's a perfect perfect home in this deck because yeah. it can come into play on turn two, I believe, in this deck. Um, wow. <laughs> and if you've thought a 4-4 four four on turn two and ho- with hollow one was um, was impressive, yeah. how about an 8-8 eight eight trampler on turn two? Oh, boy. Two?
1: <laughs> and, like, you can also get into the place where you're, like, you can sacrifice this to mill yep. and then just recast it from your graveyard yep. and sacrifice this to mill them and then get it back from your graveyard. What a life.
0: Yeah. So this wow. deck seems super strong. Gross. And has taken, I want to say. And this card is disgusting. It's really gross. It just it's makes my really, skin
1: crawl. <laughs> yep. It is. I'm going to stop looking at it. It quite so closely because frankly I don't appreciate it.
0: I want to say there's five copies here in this modern challenge. Um in the just in the top eight. I (laughs) not in
1: the top eight. Yeah, here's one in the top eight. Okay, maybe not that many. Um two.
0: Okay, keep it keep it coming. Uh three there's three. Three.
1: Okay, only three Three in in the top top eight. eight. But like that's pretty impressive. That's pretty good
0: for a brand new deck. Yeah. So this deck is real. And people are starting to get a little bit worried about it, Yeah. which, uh, you know, I don't blame anyone for. So we're going to keep our eye on it. And I'm sure Wizards is too to see if this thing ends up being too strong.
1: Yeah. Um, we also get to see Friend from War of the Spark, Narset,
0: yes. is in
1: the winning deck of the Modern Challenge. Uh, so this is a control deck, a blue-white control deck. It has... Uh, jace the mind sculptor it has more copies of narset parter of veils than jace the, than mind, jace the mind sculptor okay i love it that's I great love it has one of each of the teferis big t one big t one b- little l- t little t uh some snaps obviously snapcaster mages yeah. vendillion click Um, And then the classic, you know, like card draw, some counter spells, some kill spells.
0: Yeah, it's got Dovin's Veto now, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool.
1: Oh, yeah. Pretty nice. Um, Factor Fiction.
0: Blast Zone is one of the lands that it's running now, too, which seems really good. Pretty sick. And of course, Force of Negation.
1: Oh, that's right. Uh, how many copies of Force of Negation? Two Force of Negation. Yeah.
0: So that's interesting because people were wondering about this card. Would it end up being playable or good enough for these blue control decks? Well this this uh, you know, thing that took it down has two copies in there, Megan. Two copies. How much how how do you feel about just countering somebody's spell for free?
1: A hundred. I feel a hundred (laughs) percent of it.
0: I just wish you to stop with 100. <laughs> I feel 100 about it. Yeah, I mean, I do. I think blue white control in modern is now has the tools to be a real tier one deck. Yeah. I mean, and it's always it's
1: been dancing around the fringes yeah. of it for a while yeah. now. Um, There have been times when it has been better and times when it has been worse. But hopefully now it's only always better.
0: So maybe this is what you should play. You know what? You don't have to ask me twice. <laughs> when is your match? in uh, the team modern super league next week next week next week oh boy i do
1: feel like i'm i'm gonna have to practice a lot with this to have the prowess yeah to, yeah prowess to play this deck because
0: your modern deck has been taking turns i've played
1: taking turns quite a bit i've played um titan shift quite a bit of titan shift yeah those are my favorites i've played a little the now it appears to be dead forever Grishelbrand.
0: oh i
1: loved that deck. why
0: is Griselbrand dead though i don't know man
1: I mean, with force of negation, there's an obvious answer. Well, <laughs> which is that like you just get wrecked by that.
0: People are like London Mulligan equals Grishelbrand being amazing, right?
1: Literally, no one played it at that pro tour. I
0: know it's so weird. Zero
1: copies. It's
0: because everyone was so scared of graveyard hate. Oh. But I don't know. I he. I don't. I don't want to say that it's bury it just yet.
1: Yeah. Hogak, made of graveyards.
0: Another card people have been talking about, too, is Seasoned Pyromancer oh, yeah. as being one of the best cards to come out of Modern Horizons, and uh, its its ability and its flashback ability are just, like, really strong. We don't see mm-hmm. any of it here in this top eight um, from this Modern Challenge, but it is something yeah. to think about.
1: I do want to point out this mono-red deck.
0: Yeah. What? Wait, who? Huh?
1: <laughs> yeah. You're uh, pointing I, out
0: a mono-red deck? I mean, deck?
1: look, I'm not saying anyone should play it, <laughs> but right we've seen arc light phoenix in like these phoenix specific decks but yeah. we have With like i AMIs. have not yet seen it in this mono red deck that has arc light phoenix okay um bedlam reveler monastery swift spear and soul scar mage is like the usual like little one drop but then like the bedlam reveler which is the eight mana three four yeah um, but it costs one less to cast for each instant and sorcery card in your graveyard um and when it enters the battlefield discard your hand then draw three cards so obviously you're just trying to cast it when you have no cards in hand yeah for, like, two red um a lot hmm. of like the classic it has a finale of promise, but then it has a lot of the classic, you know lightning bolts, uh forked bolt, lava spike, has four copies of light up the
0: stage. Wow. Right? This deck is wild. Okay, yeah. I'm into it.
1: So I think I think that that deck is pretty sick.
0: Humans uh appears a couple of times in this top eight because humans <sighs> will never go away.
1: Gosh, They're I really just wish they would.
0: Keep printing humans, so like what can you do about it? Yeah, and uh, Death Shadow, you welcome can, back. Yeah,
1: that's right. Uh, two copies of Little T in this Death Shadow deck. Okay, sure. <laughs> Why the heck not?
0: I don't know. It's kind of weird.
1: I also appreciate that this one has Jace Vern's Prodigy in it,
0: and two copies of Unearth, which is a card that we've added with Modern yeah. Horizons. Absolutely, which is kind of cool. Like if you're able to deal with their Angler or whatever, they're like. I will bring it back.
1: Oh, this doesn't bring back an angler. Oh wait, what is CMC it?
0: C M C three or less. Oh okay, so Death Shadow.
1: Yeah, but you can get back Death Shadows. You can get back Jace's. Okay. You can get back snaps.
0: That seems like value. Yeah. Okay. So we're already seeing innovation here in this like you know mere days after the first point you're able to play modern horizons on magic online and maria
1: earlier you told me your spicy take is we have not seen the end of new decks no
0: we have not we haven't we've barely seen the beginning wow (laughs) the future unfurls before us so like we said we're going to keep our eye on this stuff because this is really cool to see this format that's you know what we think of kind of as an eternal format um and things going don't through shake changes it, shank, shake shake <laughs> things don't shank it very often
1: no <laughs> things don't shake modern very often at all <laughs> things don't shake it up that often
0: uh, no but uh, well, modern horizons shanked good now <laughs> modern horizons shanking up modern since 2019 <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: That's right. Previews for Magic 2020 are already here. This is blowing my mind. Which sounds like when Magic has perfect
0: vision. (laughs) Magic 2020. Welcome
1: to Dateline 2020. Oh, man.
0: I used to watch 2020 all the time Ugh. with Barbara Walters. Nice. When I was far too young to be yeah, watching I, such a I program. That. I remember trying
1: to watch 60 Minutes as a kid and be like, why is this literally the longest and most boring show in this <laughs> it's, history it's of television? It's literally 60 Minutes. It's literally just 60 <laughs> Minutes of, like, dry news. And I was like, what uh, is this? And I remember as a kid just being like, as a little, like, thing, is like, like,
0: uh, I was just what like, it
1: can never go fast enough.
0: Oh, the clock. Yeah. Tick, 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 tick. Yeah, I watched 2020, Dateline, all uh, these programs yeah. that filled my young mind with many terrors of the world. Oh, same. Because that's what and they And then did. I watched Wishbone, which does the oh, same thing. Oh, Wishbone. Wait. <laughs> oh, Wishbone. Oh, Wishbone. What's the story, Wishbone? Well, what's the story here? <laughs> How do you like that segue? Send me my trophy. Nice <laughs> <laughs> is these Chandra's have been previewed yes. for a Magic twenty twenty? That's right.
1: There is not one Chandra in Magic. No twenty twenty. There's at that M
0: twenty. That sounds less M20. weird.
1: There are three Chandra's in M twenty so far. Three Chandra's. I mean, the story of Chandra.
0: This is going to be a yes. Chandra set.
1: Um, there is the uncommon Chandra. Okay. Uh, also, Chandra- this is
0: we're getting uncommon planeswalkers now. Yeah. It's a thing.
1: Continuing. Um, Chandra, novice pyromancer. Okay. Three in a red. Uh, for a legendary planeswalker, Chandra, five loyalty. Plus a plus one, wow. elementals you control get plus two, plus so until end of turn. Okay. Minus one, add red, red. Minus two, Chandra, novice pyromancer, deals two damage to any target.
0: Though this is interesting because she's uncommon and she also has a plus ability.
1: Yeah. She has a plus and two minuses. Wow. Yeah. And no static.
0: Okay. Interesting.
1: Then we have Chandra, acolyte of flame. So she's a little older in this art. Also, I love this art.
0: She's... This is beautiful This is so great I love her haircut
1: Yeah um, one red red for four loyalty. Zero, put a loyalty counter on each red planeswalker you control. <laughs> which is okay. includes herself, I assume. Zero, create two one one red elemental creature tokens. I see. They gain haste, sacrifice them at the beginning of the next end step. Minus two, you may cast target instant or sorcery card with converted mana cost three or less from your graveyard. If that card would be put into your graveyard this turn, exile it instead. So
0: they're working together. Yeah. Okay interesting elementals and then
1: we have chandra awakened inferno wow Four red red this is the mythic version okay uh six loyalty this does have static uh this spell can't be countered wow wow uh plus two each opponent gets an emblem with at the beginning of your upkeep this emblem deals one damage to you okay so you can just That's...
0: stack emblems on people i'm just gonna keep plussing this yes. and giving you oh wow emblems. emblems. Okay. emblems.
1: Minus three, Chandra Awakened Inferno deals three damage to each non-elemental creature. Nice. So just like... Wipe it. This reminds me of... There was the, Shand- the six mana Chandra that went in control decks. Which in one? Jeskai can control and blue-red oh, control. Oh, okay. That would plus, um, plus to make the two three-one elementals, but then it would it could minus That's right. Uh, to deal damage to yeah. creatures. Wow. Okay. So you know, look, I'm see- I see this. This card is very powerful. yes. Anyways, and minus X Chandra Awakened Inferno deals X damage to target creature or planeswalker. If a permanent dealt damage this way, it would die this turn. Exile it instead. Yeah sick seems very good very cool can't be countered wow but people are a lot of people are like what is going on and then other people are like i understand it's three evolutions like it's chandra it's three versions it's chandra growing up man
0: it's her pokemon evolution
1: exactly i love it Um, this is
0: cool and you know what this says to me too is we've been seeing a lot of chandra recently yes the comic yeah uh the new show on netflix has chandra in the key art yeah and here's three Chandra's in M20. Yeah, I'm beginning to think Chandra is a new face of magic, and not Jace. Yes. Oh man. Yeah, I'm all. I'm here yeah. for it.
1: Uh, some people have also speculated maybe though in this set we might see this for more than like That's what true. if we see this for Chandra, but also for Jace, yeah. also for a Johnny now we I could. suppose. We
0: could. We could.
1: Yeah. Maybe. Wow. To be seen. Okay. But if only we could just say for sure that Chandra is the new face of magic, I'd be very happy.
0: Yeah. I think we might be moving in that direction. Yes. And by the way, we have a preview card. Yeah, we do. But uh, we can't tell you about it just yet. Coming at you in the future. But I'm going to say this. It's good. It's not bad. Wow.
1: It is a good card. Maria, giving you... There you go. Giving you a whole <laughs> lot of info here.
0: <laughs> Not bad. <laughs> we have a preview card. It's not a bad card. It's hey, a pretty good card. You never know sometimes. Yeah, but never M20 know. previews already starting. I feel like Jeez. we just finished Modern Horizons previews, and that's Same. because the previous season was so long because yeah. they previewed every card. Yeah. But <laughs> wow,
1: I'm here for it, actually. Me too. All of the people that are complaining, ooh. why?
0: You're you getting just, more new cool stuff. You hate holidays? <laughs> We're also super biased because we have a podcast where we have to talk about magic
1: stuff. It's true, and it does make it very exciting, it makes it very exciting yeah. and a lot easier to be like, what are we talking about this week? There are new cards. Okay, great. But also, <laughs> yeah. do you not like holidays? <laughs> Get over yourself.
0: <laughs> I'm wheezing.
1: Yeah, you are. Are you Okay. <laughs>
0: It's time for Flavor Text Theater, Modern Horizon style. Ooh, all right. Movie pitches? Movie pitches. One of the classics. We're going to open an art card in here and maybe a Hogak, <gasps> which Ooh. is like selling for $40 as of the recording of this episode. Wow. If I can open this thing. There we go. <laughs> this is These packs are also backwards, Yeah. Um. by the way. So let's look <gasps> at our let's art card. Let's look at our art card. Oh, it's Ooh. another Goblin Matron. Goblin Matron. And our token is a bear Aww. or a zombie. Cute. I love cool. it. Okay, we're gonna it, mix them it. up here, All right. so we don't know where the rare is, the holgak in this case. I'm very, <laughs> I'm, li- I'm looking forward to it, and we're gonna pitch you movies here. So if you're a producer of a big studio, get ready to give us a call. So far, we've never been called for any of these movies, and we have actually created a few ones that I think are actually yes, good. That
1: actually <laughs> have legs. Yes. Um, okay this is the story of a of a witch and um, she all she w- wants is is friends but no one will be her friend because she's a witch yeah um and classic. this is you know this is a classic like slightly old timey fantasy type of land where people are just like which is bad yeah um and so she puts out bird feeders to try and get birds to come and be her friends yeah um but instead she realizes like all of her magic corrupts all of the food and so instead she gets like giant vultures oh. and other you know spooky spooky birds spooky birds um and then one day she realizes that it's not just like vultures it's just like literal like It's it's not quite like the angel of death, but it's like the giant birds of death. And they offer to carry her away to essentially like the underworld or like the land of death to have an adventure there. Uh, And she goes and she has an adventure in the underworld. This
0: sounds very like my neighbor Totoro or something like that's what I want to see it. It is. It's like uh, like a slightly spookier version of that. Yes. Yes. Carrion feeder. That's cool. I would watch that animation. Yeah, that'd be very pretty. This one is a classic tale of a young upstart lad who wants to join the army in like Sparta or something. You know what I mean? It's like a Spartan society where the army is a big deal. And if you're in it, you're really cool. But yeah. he can't because he's got a disability of some sort that won't let him be recruited into the army we will say it like I don't know there's a problem with his leg but you work it out film directors um, and so all of his friends all of his buddies family members are going off to join this army to fight this big battle that they've been preparing for their whole lives like the society is like this is very important to beat this other uh, this other society that's coming in and you know gonna take us over and ruin our way of life we'll call them the cracks uh, this is also uh, you can change wow. it um, <laughs> nope that one's locked in <laughs> So they're like, we're going to fight the cracks. And he goes to the, <laughs> he goes. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to the recruitment office. Keep going, You know, though. and he's like, I'm ready yeah. to be recruited. But they're like, no, sorry, you have a leg problem. Go stay home. And he goes and stays home, and he's very sad because all of his friends are out fighting the cracks, and the war is very hard. Uh-huh. And And he just, and they're and they're losing. So he's like, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to go behind the front lines and figure out a way to beat the cracks, even though I have this problem, they wouldn't recruit me into the army. And when he gets back there, he realizes, uh, you know, what we all know that he realizes that, in fact, the cracks are the good guys in his own society is the bad guys no the entire time. And they were just doing bad things. But he'd been raised to think that they were doing the good things. And anyway classic He helps the cracks uh, take down the bad society and gets his friends on his side after, you know, much finagling and realizing that everything they had ever known was a lie. And he grows up to be the the new leader of the Prosperous Cracks plus his society. Um, uh, (laughs) I'm really regretting my name choice here. And uh, yeah. Come see my improv group. (laughs) What's it called? Prosperous Cracks. (laughs) The name of this film is, of course, Recruit the Worthy. Nice. Recruit the Worthy. Nice. But yeah. Um,
1: okay, this is another kind of mystical tale of um, these. Uh, well, it's we'll say it's a pair of siblings who grow up on the coast. Uh, and the they, town they
0: live in is called Cracks. No, no.
1: <laughs> they grow up on the coast, um, and one day their parents just disappear. The way that so many other adults in this town have oh, disappeared, I'm so into it's slowly it. becoming like a town of children. Um, and, and also they're all like sad because all of their parents, they know just like one day they're going to wake up and their parents have disappeared. Um, and they realize that there's always been like, they've never been allowed to go into the ocean, um, because off in the distance, instead of like fading away into a beautiful blue horizon, it like fades away into like this like shadow that, that lays on the horizon. Um, and so this brother and sister, their parents disappear. And instead of like all the other kids just being sad. So like, we're gonna, we're gonna go find them. And we think that the best way to find them is to sail into the ocean. So they build themselves a boat and they go out there. And sure enough, it is similar to the other one, like a dark forest cool. out there, it turns out. Um, and it's. It's one that's like it's not on land, but right like the trees go straight up from the water and like up in the (sighs) canopy is full of like nightmare creatures um, that have been have been stealing adults away, not only from their own town, but they've been stealing away. It turns out like people from all over adults, the place Um, and some places they take adults and some places like they take the kids um, and they yeah. So um so and the because they're society. little they're little nightmares, they like they har- they harvest all of the dreams of the people that they've stolen Ooh. so that they can have like bright dreams to run around in. Um and so they, they get their parents back in waterlogged grove.
0: Ooh, that's spooky. And also great pull. Nice yeah. rare. Nice rare the horizon. Rare land. Horizon land. This film is about a young woman whose job it is is to go into people's houses. This is magical realism here. And um, who've had a recent terrible thing happen them some kind of tragedy. Could be a death in the family. It mm-hmm. could be... Somebody lost their job. It's something dark. Mm -hmm. And her job is to go in. And what she does is she cleans their house. So she goes in with her bucket and her mop and she mops things up. And what this does is erase the memory of whatever bad thing happened to that person. (laughs) And so it's kind of like a little ritual that leaves them without that. And it's really creepy because, you know, she goes in. It's very dark and depressing work to to have to do this. But at the end, the person seems happy and everything. But it's kind of a little weird because that just chunk of their brain is now gone. This is (gasps) like... This is like, uh, what is it called? Sunshine of the Spotless Mind. Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind situation here. But she's doing it physically. And uh, in doing so, in her bucket is where all the, the bad things live. Oh. And she has to keep it in her room. And sometimes they come out and talk to her and like talk <gasps> wow. about their lives and how they've been, been erased. This has been like a really spooky <laughs> I know it has.
1: round of Flavor Text Theater.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's called Scour All Possibilities.
1: Ooh, I like it. So I want something
0: dark, but also like sad, but nice. Okay, you remember the happening where like, (laughs) oh,
1: do I like, (laughs) like angry trees used pollen to make people jump off buildings? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's 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 my one. Yes. Except that um, instead of like pollen, it's that um, like the the rumbling of the earth that like uses sound waves (laughs) to convince people to jump off buildings. (laughs) It's called nature's chant. Yeah.
0: I'm, I'm back in. I actually saw the happening in theaters, and it was one of my favorite theatrical experiences because everybody at some point in the theater got on board with the fact that this is the worst movie any of us had ever seen at any point in our lives in a theater, and everyone just started laughing at it from that point on, and so it became a comedy halfway through, which was kind of fun. <laughs> Wait, I have another one really quick. Oh, yeah. Cool.
1: This is, um, you know, The Hungry Caterpillar? Yeah. Same thing, but this is called the Gluttonous Slug. <laughs>
0: This is a great book. The Very Hungry Catapult. The, the very, Gluttonous, the gluttonous slug. slug. This one is going to be short. This is like a scared straight program for uh, kids in middle school. Like, don't do uh-huh. drugs. This is D.A.R.E. And uh, what what happens is, in this in this film, is kids who do drugs, they forget how to spell. And so they all fail. <laughs> <laughs> they, all, they all fail their homeworks because they can't spell anymore. They forget how to spell. <laughs> and so, like, the kids that can spell can continue on to a great life and the kids who can't spell just you know suck at everything in spell snuff
1: (laughs) amazing um this is another fantasy okay um and in this one uh there's (laughs) a princess who is about to ascend to the throne yeah like the next couple of years and she knows that and the problem is is that there's been like a, a curse on her on her country for a very long time um and she knows like they need to break the curse soon because right like people are dying there seems to like always be war on their borders yeah everything um and and she's told like oh the answers like this has happened in the past and You can you can solve it if you go back and you look at all of like, go read through our histories and see how the last time that this happened, this was solved. And so she goes and she finds the histories of their of this place. But it turns out that the people who have replaced the curse also in like in the histories changed it. So there's both there's both the true things that happened in the past. But then there are also places where it has lied and in this history book oh. and she has to determine like which is which were actually the true things that happened to solve these problems and which ones are actually the lies that were planted in Whoa. there because if she does what the lies tell her to do, yeah. like things will get worse. <laughs> but she has to figure out what the truths are. Uh it's called factor fiction. Ooh,
0: factor fiction This film is a Disney film uh animation about uh, you know African animals, and uh, especially a herd of elephants, and they I've uh, always been made fun of by all the other animals in the forest, or I mean jungle, and they're like, "Haha, you're the elephants. What good are you? All you can do is eat a peanut with your hand, I mean with your nose. And- <laughs> And then the elephants are like, wait, our noses are so great for eating peanuts. Maybe they're good for other things. And they start a forest band. And so they start a big band and everyone comes to the dance. They probably solve a bigger problem than that. But basically what I'm telling you is go watch Trumpeting Herd. (laughs) Because watching elephants play trumpets with their noses would be a delight. Call me Disney.
1: Um, Okay, this is um, a sequel to This Is Spinal Tap. (gasps) But many years later, it's called Rocks Veteran. Yes! Rock, vet- rock veteran, okay.
0: We've all been waiting for it. Uh, this is a film, um, <laughs> I don't know what this is about. This is probably a, a sequel to the Scared Straight film for kids. Mm-hmm. And this is one of, uh, you know, you don't do mushrooms or you turn into a spore frog. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, this is one, this is a sequel, one of the many, many sequels to Ice Age, where they all did get frozen, and then it's all, it's contemporary time, and they all thaw out, so it's those same people having an adventure, but now, um, in Glacial Revelation. Ooh,
0: this film is about one where the society throws uh, young women into volcanoes as (laughs) sacrifices, but what she finds out when she gets in there is that she doesn't die, but in fact becomes one with the volcano, and becomes uh, a kind of a creature inside the volcano, and there's other women in there who have also become volcano creatures and they all one day decide to exit the volcano and take down the society that had the tradition of throwing young women into volcanoes as they should in igneous elemental yes okay all right there you go those are your movie pitches i think any of them would be at least okay for um cable television yes so (laughs) at the very least okay uh so you know give us a call (laughs) Big thanks to our sponsor, Ultra Pro, for helping us out and sponsoring our show. And they've got some of the coolest stuff in the magic biz. That's right. Whether you want deck boxes, sleeves, dices. I said it. Which is the dices. plural of dice, of course. Absolutely.
1: Um, they- you can get it... Like these beautiful boxes that Maria has right here. Yeah,
0: M2 deck box holds 75 double sleeve cards and it's magnetic closures. It's got a little component uh, area for your dice or whatever else you want and a huge area for your deck. Uh, These things are great. Nice. But also something really hot right now from Ultra Pro is all of the Japanese planeswalker stuff. That's right. It's so good. So you're using Japanese planeswalker sleeves on Arena. Yes. Who do you have? I love them. I have have Kaya. Yeah. I
1: love it so much. I love them. I Imagine if you could use them in real life, Megan. I'm going Meghan. to. I'm going to. And I love the Tameo ones. It was so oh, yeah. difficult Tameo's to choose. Oh, yeah, great. I might. Look, I have not. I have so far stayed away from, like, the customization <laughs> pieces on Arena. They're getting you. But those Kaya sleeves and the Tameo <laughs> sleeves it's what I want. It's what I want. So
0: if you like them on Arena, you'll probably yeah. like them in real life, too. And Ultra Pro has all of your Japanese Planeswalker art needs. They've got playmats. They've got sleeves. They look beautiful. Whatever ones you love the most, they've got yep. Seb McKinnon art on uh, playmats as well. Get spooked. So, like, anything you want from new sets, they've got it. Ultra Pro, awesome stuff available, of course, at cardkingdom.com GLHF. All right, you chumps, that's our show. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, and uh, remember to sign up to become a patron at patreon.com slash GLHFmagic. Anytime. You know what? The the, the website's always open for That's business. right. And, uh, the internet.
1: Sometimes <laughs> it closes, but not, not our website. Not our
0: website. Thank you so much to everybody who's joined since last time, and welcome to anybody who joins us this time, it really does make our day whenever we see somebody new join the family. And of course, to Ultra Pro and Card Kingdom for being amazing sponsors, and uh, to everybody who just listens, because without you, you know, we would just be screaming into the void yeah and what would that and accomplish? i do that enough in the rest of my <laughs> life so. <laughs> so at least not today too remember to check nope. out our stuff anywhere fine podcasts are found our website is good we've got facebook we've got twitter we've got an instagram we've got a myspace we've got uh, another youtube channel youtube.com slash glhf board games if you're also into board gaming we put a new review up there every single week with our game guide nicholas which is really fun so check that out say hi nicholas Hey, everybody. Nicholas is over in the corner, so we had to give him a shout-out. Normally, we would never talk about it. We would never (laughs) talk about it. Uh, But, yeah, thanks for hanging out, everybody. See you on the flippity-flop.
1: And as Don Marie says, be well, my pigs.